Hey guys, welcome back to the Paradigm Project. Today, the presidency has hijacked the podcast. DeBono and Jake totally don't know about this at all. We have no sanction. Anyways, uh, Miri, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just kidding, Luke. Do you want to tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself? Yeah, because I'm a little uh, more important. But hey, I'm, that's not <laughs> true. Seeing, seeing as how I'm the secretary uh, of Paradigm High School, I'm definitely the most important one. I know you all agree. Uh, let's see, a little Lies. bit about myself. <laughs> let's see, I have a lot of hobbies, too many hobbies. Uh, I love band and other stuff. All right, now over to Miri, I guess. Okay. Hi, I'm Miri. I hope you guys know that because I'm the vice president and I'm very important, obviously more important than Luke. Anyways, so Whoa. basically... This is going to be a recurring theme. <laughs> <laughs> basically about me, I am pretty lame, honestly. I don't really do very much. Lies, all right? Miri's actually awesome, okay? I don't know. She's I kind of awesome. like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Luke. No, seriously, uh, Mary is pretty cool. There's a reason that she is vice president. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. Is... Anyways, so <laughs> um, I do actually a lot of extracurriculars. I I do volleyball. True. I do jujitsu, which is like a martial art, and I do it competitively. So I like go to competitions and stuff. I've done it since I was five years old. Don't get on Mary's bad side. Um. Yeah, I'll beat you up. Uh, it happens easily. Like it's it's, it's happened many times to, to us. <laughs> <laughs> but I do that, and I also am in, into music and all of that stuff. So, And I also really like reading. That's what I do if I have any free time at all. Well, now I feel like I should have said more things. Let's see. It's a competition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Guys, no. neither of you are actually that interesting. Let's keep oh, going. Oh, all right, Michael, well, what about you? Uh, let's keep going. We'll right. think of something. <laughs> well, no, go ahead. You'll you'll think of something. Okay. If you guys have, if any of you have been listening to the podcast already, you kind of know who I am. I I'm a host of the Paradigm Project. That's why I have access to all this fancy audio equipment that I can use at any time without DeBono or Jake knowing. I also do other cool things. Um, we ran last year as um a campaign. We ran. You know what? I'm gonna reorient myself. Yeah. We ran as a campaign. So remember that. We um we made the decision to get together and run for the presidency of Paradigm High School last year, and it was a real a real blast. It's been cool so far. None of us have, have killed each other yet, which yet is quite impressive. Is the keyword uh, yet? Yeah, but it, it's been a good time. And so I'm I I do a lot of things aside from that, obviously, but um that's that's something that has been really cool and that I'm very passionate about. I'm also into music. Funnily enough, we're all little um, music nerds. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, I am currently in acapella and madrigals. I've also participated in the band program in the past. Paradigm's music programs are absolutely awesome. We have some great mentors. <laughs> we do. Make sure to come to the concerts. They're pretty cool. But yeah, aside from that, um, I also like to read. Um, I like to hang out with my pals. Pals? Buds? Was that plural? Don't mock me. <laughs> oh my gosh, Luke. <laughs> Yeah, clearly neither of these two are included in that very selective group, okay? <laughs> yeah, um, lots, of, lots of cool things. Lots of pretty cool things. Awesome. Uh, Glad to get to know you. Uh, this, is a, this is a little competition. I actually feel quite competitive myself now. Yeah, now I need to start slapping some stuff on. I'm also an acapella. <laughs> um, he did make it into Magicals. I I'm did, sorry. but I couldn't because I uh, was in band, which is pretty cool. 
He's a pretty good singer. If, you, if any of you guys have seen his little spatula performance, oh, that you was know what. the best talent act at the talent show. It was amazing. Everybody loved it. I oh, loved it. Really, all of Luke's talents pale in comparison to his love of spatulas. That's ri- that's they, true. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. You anyway, gotta love it. To, back to definite seriousness. Mary looks very doubtful of that seriousness. <laughs> I don't know, Michael. What what should we talk about on this yeah. very um, hijacked, exclusive paradigm podcast? Exclusive project. Yeah, this is this is it's only gonna come at you once because I'll probably get kicked off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They wouldn't do that to me. Maybe too much power. Too much power over here. There who? are three things I care about in life: money, <laughs> power, and influence. And his fabulous hair. It it is. And cheese. Sometimes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That was actually the um, start of a monologue that Ollie did a while back on podcast. We had to cut it, I think. We didn't include the money and power influence bit. So, for today's episode, I had a wonderful idea. Um, influenced by Bella Shelburne, if you know who that is. She's pretty She's cool. on cabinet. She's amazing, wonderful, beautiful, yeah. great. Anyways, there's a thing called the Enneagram test, and it's basically a personality test, but it tells you what you're motivated by and kind of like what your fears are, your weaknesses, stuff like that. So I figured we could all take it. So we're going to have some questions throughout, and we'll be talking about that. But in the background, we're going to be taking this test. So you'll hear the results at the end. Mm -hmm. And I believe um, Miri is the only one among us who is... um, taken this test before yes um bella has also made some predictions about which of these personality types will end up being yes so i'm um, thinking for michael my prediction is um persuasive charming anyways so i have the predictions from bella right here so bella said that she predicts that michael will be a nine a four and a five which is um the peacemaker the individualist and the researcher she said that luke will be a 501 and a three which is the researcher the perfectionist and the achiever and funnily enough she said that i would be an 801 and a three which is pretty close to what she predicted luke to be which is the challenger the perfectionist and the achiever but somehow we're not even a little compatible Somehow. I think you guys are, you're too similar. So you just clash. Right, you're like These yang guys, and yang. One, <laughs> yang and yang. Don't work well together. Yin and yin. No, you guys are, are yangs, I think. Um, anyways, one of them will go missing before we end this career. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll get Disappear. Approved. Just as my alibi, it was Miri. Just saying. As your alibi? Well. Wait, so Miri, Miri goes missing, but it, it but is your Miri's alibi. fault? Your alibi is that it was Miri's fault? Yes. Maybe so. Miri would just get, like, lost and just, like, disappear from society. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's going to happen one day soon. Purposefully. I won't Purposefully? get kidnapped. Okay. Yeah. And you'll be, you'll be alive and well and yeah. doing cool things. Doing amazing things. But for now, she's locked in as Paradigm's vice president. She's... <laughs> Doing her job real great and good. For now. Luke has some improvements to make, but... Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. We're all doing great, clearly. All right, let's get into the questions. Alrighty. So, yeah, we're going to take the test as we um, 
discuss some things. Maybe the questions on the test will pop up now and again. So we've had some people approach us and ask, what do you guys do in cabinet? How do you, how do you get things done? Do you get things done? That's a great question. We might leave that last one unanswered. Right, yeah. So let's talk about the other ones first. How do we do things in cabinet? Um, we have things called committees where we have specific people in cabinet assigned to do certain jobs and they work that out together and we kind of work with them as needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of flow around the classroom. Well, like we assign groups, oh, dance committee, you know, dance committee head and kind of move in and out, seeing, seeing who needs help. Right. We try and keep things flexible. We'll have a new committee for each event. So, um, for instance, we have a committee right now for winter formal, and we have a portion of cabinet, about half right now, is working on that. And they have some different responsibilities, although that's kind of flexible too. Um, like we have one person, um, maybe two people, who work on the playlist for the music, for the dance, and other people might manage things like finances, or they'll reach out to people we need to talk to who are outside of the school, like people we buy food from, things like that. And if you feel like you're a good fit for cabinet, you know, kind of like helping people out, some of that other stuff, it's always, uh, odd, no, interview, there we go, interview for next year, just saying. Yeah, next year's SBOs um, will be interviewing at the end of this year, and they they will do a great job, I'm sure. We've already picked out next year's SBOs, we're very corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, everything is predetermined. We were chosen at birth, actually, yes. to, to be in these We've positions. We've been preparing for these roles our entire lives. It may not show in our governing <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, just kidding. I'm totally filling out this test as we talk. Yes, def definitely me, me too. I actually am, so I'm better than them, basically. So uh, what other questions do we have there that we were asked by the uh, scholar body? None? Okay. <laughs> uh, we can How many that. times? We got, and we got asked a lot of things, but some of them, well, one of them was... Team Edward or Team Jacob? Okay, okay. I'm just going to put it out there. Wait. All right. This is the Twilight I question. I am Luke Team hasn't seen Edward, Twilight. obviously. He is, well, I don't know. They, team, they're team, both pretty like, shareable. They're, yeah, they're both pretty bad, but they're also both kind of attractive. So, like, it, it depends, you know? I agree. They are also both kind of attractive. So, um, Jacob has more muscles, so that's a plus. That's true. But... He I'm also likes Bella's daughter, so that's kind of... Luke says he's definitely Team Jacob. He hasn't seen Twilight, but he knows what team he's on. Big muscles, always a win. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also Team Edward. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there, mic drop. I don't need to explain anything. It's just the obvious answer. Um, yeah, Edward for the win. Yeah. I have only seen small portions of Twilight, so I'm not exactly reliable either. But that was one of the things that the student body was very curious about, and we're very democratic, not at all corrupt. So we, exactly. we listen to the student body. You say that like we don't, so that's kind of suspicious. We do, okay. The, the underlying insinuation was a joke. We do strive to serve the student body to the best of our ability. Sorry, it's our little uh, role in life. Remember, we were prepared from birth. That was also a joke, but don't worry about it. Going his jokes today. He's just what is it? Popping what off. What is reality? Yeah, that's what Sean would say. <laughs> Popping Sean. off. Popping off. I don't think he what would say he? that. Would he not? He would have said it a year ago, maybe. Oh, what would what would modern day Sean? If if you don't know, 
Sean is uh, another member of cabinet. Very, uh, what did he say again? Hyped. Sean is very cool. How was that? Sean is very cool. All of the cabinet members are very cool, to be clear. Yes, we chose them we have... off strictly off of their coolness. <laughs> Just kidding, we I did not. I don't know what that means. So honestly, um, all of our uh, cabinet members have, have different strengths, and that's a lot of the reason of why we chose them. We wanted to choose people who vary in how they work, who have different strengths and who can contribute in different ways. And we've definitely worked a lot with that and it's been super cool. I literally have not done one thing on this test. Well, you probably need to start because there are like seven pages that you have to answer. I'm on the third page. So am I. All these questions are all like, I am good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. I am very not good at that. Anyways, let's go Mir on to Mir the- Miri is the person who's complaining. Yes. No. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> that... I, I'm not very good at seeing the positive side of things. Unfortunately, it is my fatal flaw. She's, she's pretty solid on it. She doesn't give herself enough credit. Maybe. All right. The next question from the student body. How many times do you cry during the day? None. Uh, last three years. You haven't cried years. in the last three years? Seven years. That's really unhealthy. Probs. Unless you're now. just really happy all the time. Let's have a little like breakdown right now. Like just a little session. We can we can work through all our problems, which there are many. All right. I'm just gonna say it. I've already cried three times today. And that's pretty much average. Wow. Yeah. Solid. I, I feel like we should we should applaud. Just kidding, don't applaud because that would not be good for the audio. But Yay. just think about us. Yeah, do yeah. a little um, jazz hands. Uh, yeah. All of you listeners, um, you could just join do us that in our too. sign language of applauding. Yay. Let's have just 10 seconds of us doing And that. comment below who did it the best. I'm only doing it with one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't even know what Miri's doing. She's just flapping her hand around. <laughs> I was trying, okay? Hint, it's not Miri. She did not do it the best. It was actually me. All right, I work hard to be helpful to others. How inaccurate or accurate is that? Hmm. I, I might just like put these out there. I'm not going to answer any of them on air. It is important to me that other people like me. Some of the questions are about like if you think you're better than other people. And Miri thinks and she is. And it's pretty funny. Miri always ends up on the accurate side. Is accurate <laughs> to accurate so, so the scale, so there are a lot of questions. And basically how it works is there are five boxes so that it's like two on the inaccurate and two on the accurate and one in the middle in case you feel like you have not experienced it or you don't exactly know. So I'm not using the full extent of my brain cells to work on this so i'm not sure how accurate this will be um i might go over it again once i'm done just to be sure how about uh this one i spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and how would, how would you answer that i would answer the second box in accurate because sometimes it takes a long time but i'm trying to be better like ultimately my goal in life is to be happy of who i am and like what i've accomplished and so being able to work on myself and become the best version of me is very important to me and my life you know i do thank you mary <laughs> what <laughs> I can't. It's solid. It's very insightful. Is I what was I'm like, saying. I just it, say it, it like really went awkwardly. deep. This this is not supposed to be a very deep podcast episode. No, it could be very deep. And um, then Michael, that was a great response. It was just 
perfect, yeah, exactly good. what I was looking for. I'm good at that kind of thing. He's he's good like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, continuing on, a lot of these things are just so subjective. Um, even even just like the language used in the little statement that we were reading. So it's tricky. This question. I tend to be more optimistic than most people. Very inaccurate. Very inaccurate for me. Sometimes that's actually a very helpful attribute in um, SBO and stuff. Because Miri is not averse to just bluntly pointing out the obvious flaws in an event planning and things like that, which is very helpful. And sometimes makes people mad at me. Right. But it always contributes to us learning and growing, which is good. I, on the other hand, like I'm definitely a more passive personality than Miri. And so oftentimes I don't say those things as strongly as I should. And so we don't put as much emphasis on improving in that area. So it is important to be able to see the things that go wrong. And it's definitely just as important to keep a positive outlook. Yeah. And it's good to be able to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. I, I was reading this question. Is I read books that help me be more productive or better at what I do. Um, mm. Is that accurate for you guys? I wish I read more, honestly. And I do strive to read. And the podcast, for instance, is a really good opportunity for that. Like We like to read um, a passage or something that we can discuss during an episode, right? There's always a lot of good reading. And I always learn from that. And I wish I took the time to read in my spare time more often. So it's really important, I think. Yeah. I, I know of a lot of books that I would like to read that are, like, just help you be more productive and better at what you do and a better person in general. But unfortunately, I've not gotten around to it because those books cost money. And I, unfortunately, do not have much of that at the moment. But once I do, I'll get to it eventually, you know? Seminar today was vicious. We just, like, made fun of Mary for being broke. There's nothing wrong with being broke especially in high school. Like sometimes you got to focus on academics and that is cool. That is very okay and awesome. Half the time, I'm not working. Half the time. I am. Probably much more than half the time. I just quit my job mm. right before school like started. Absolute mad so. Wait, where did you work? Way to focus on like graduating. I had a daycare. Things. I loved it there. I worked with the one-year-olds and they were so freaking cute. And, and you worked like, with Bella as well. And right? I worked with Bella. She She actually followed me there basically, because it's the best place I've ever worked in my life. They didn't pay very much, but I love kids a lot, and being around them is so cool to, like, see them. It's weird because I, I hadn't really thought about it before, but they're, like, they are humans, and they all, like, have different personalities and do, like, like even at one years old, you can tell the different personalities, and it's so cool because I'd never been able to see, like, that many children be so different at once, so... It was really cool to get to know them. Yeah, I think that like spending a lot of time with kids would offer a lot of insight into like human nature. There are so many like natural reactions. Kids are just learning and seeing how people learn, I'd imagine is really, really cool. It was also really cool because it taught me a lot of lessons that I would have never thought I would learn working at a daycare, you know. And one of those lessons is that the kids specifically, but it can be taken for people in general, are not purposefully trying to do things that annoy you or that are, are bad or like hurt you or make you upset. They're not purposefully trying to do that. They're just 
might be a little ignorant or not aware of the situation, right? So they don't know about all the things that could go wrong or all the things that upset you. So that was something I really had to learn. And like it helped me learn patience a lot because little kids are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm the oldest child. So I have a lot of siblings, right? I mean, I have five younger siblings. And so that's kind of an adventure sometimes. I love them all very dearly, but it is an adventure. I'm actually the uh, second oldest. And uh, I got to say, it is nice having an older sibling because putting it simply, they, uh, he is my guinea pig. So when he, you know, comes home the late from... guinea pig too. <laughs> yes, yeah. But when he comes home late from a dance and, you know, maybe parents are like, don't do that. I'm like, oh, good to know. <laughs> yeah. Just watch and learn. It's it's always the the oldest child. I feel like is often like the the test drive for the parents. They're like figuring out what standards they want to set, what what boundaries are realistic. It's it's something. It's quite the experience. What about Miri? Where do you land in your in your family? So I have three older siblings and two younger. One of my older siblings is adopted. It's pretty interesting to me how different we all are and like the different ways that we interact in our family and stuff so it's I feel like I kind of get what Luke's saying about like learning from their mistakes but for me it's more like not mistakes that they even might consider mistakes but just learning about things I do want in my life or don't want in my life depending on what they do you know like, I know I, I've always known I want to go to college, but none of my older siblings, well, my older sister just recently went, um, but none of them have gone, and I see their lives, and I'm like, wow, I want something more. Like, no diss on them. They're enjoying it. That's great. But, like, for me personally, it's taught me that I, I want more in my life than just that, you know? Right. Everyone has a different, like, set of, of values and priorities. Yeah. And that's important to recognize honestly as an oldest child sometimes i worry about the like example i'm setting like not often not to say that like i'm always just thinking about what my younger siblings think of me i'm not that altruistic but sometimes i, I do wonder because i definitely don't want them to do the same things as me because they're all so different um and i want to see them develop in their own unique and powerful ways yeah Life is pretty cool. I highly recommend. Mm. Do it. Do life. Do life. Should we do another question from the student body? Yeah. Okay, let's do... How is the best member in cabinet? We're, looking, we're all looking at I this I think list. that's supposed to say who. <laughs> well, who so is the best they? member in cabinet? They're, uh, they're doing good. It's me. <laughs> uh, they're doing um, good. It's actually me. It's me. It's me. Definitely I mean, not technically Luke. we're not on cabinet. Oh, but it's it's us. It's, it's me, anyways. But it is me. I think the I best member of cabinet is um, Debono. He does the <laughs> yeah, most. That's that's fair. He does the most. You guys want to know a fun fact about this episode? Actually, so last year at the end of last school year, we recorded an episode that was supposed to be similar to this, just like having the presidency on a podcast talking. Long story short, Debono forgot about it, so it never got released. But are you talking about the one that we did? Yeah. That is, yeah, it and was pretty funny. It's okay that he forgot about it. It was bad. <laughs> this is actually a different episode for clarification. <laughs> We're, yeah. We turned over a new leaf. Just for uh, clarification, uh, the presidency of Paradigm High School, that's us, if you didn't know, uh, we are hijacking the podcast. 
So if you uh, hear any uh, disturbances, that's all part of the plan. That's all part of the plan. <laughs> it's all. It'll we, got, be okay. we got our own agenda. So. Tabona, don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. Do I'm on the last question? page, guys. I'm on the last page. I'm, I, shoot, I'm on the second page, bro. You got to hurry up, Michael. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. So, um, I have a question. So, another question we got was, what are you not very good at? Does anyone want to respond first? Um, I have been told and believe that I am not an empath. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, probably a bad thing. But uh, when somebody's like having a super downer day, I'm like, oh, that's sad. And that's kind of where it ends. Like, I, I don't really burden myself with that emotion, you know, which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. All right. I think there are a lot of different ideas of what it means to be an empath. And so that probably influences what that necessarily means. And I don't think too many people are necessarily empaths either. I think I think empath is a very, like, strict word for something that is not a strict concept. Like, mm-hmm. naturally, people have different reactions to things. And to put a certain number of people who do certain things into, like, one category and just stick them there with a label, I think might be kind of restrictive. Hot take. Hot takes from Michael. <laughs> Why now? I don't have very hot takes most of the time. <laughs> Mary has some hot takes sometimes. Uh, never. I'm, I've been actually told that I'm not very opinionated before. Really? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Huh. That's a hot take for... That, that is a hot take. I disagree. I like to disagree too, hmm. but I don't know. Mary, Mary, Mary's not afraid to say what's up. <laughs> um, I think I'm not very good at, oh, I know I'm not very good at turning assignments in on time. That's my biggest Me thing too. ever like i i get stuff done and i i like to think that i'm smart i'm not gonna lie i like to think that but i'm a little confused by that but go on <laughs> jeez michael <laughs> you're roasting I'm, just kidding, me. I'm just kidding i'm just kidding um but i just have a hard time finding time in my schedule to do homework which is so stupid and and silly but it happens so yeah that's one of my my things I'm not very good at, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to, because I think it's just a most people thing, except for Luke. Luke does his homework on the spot. Well, okay. So here's here's the Luke thing about that. Luke makes sure he knows what's going on, and he does it. It's very impressive, actually. We're we're all in the same seminar class, so we kind of get to see how we work in a school context as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, about that. Uh, when I get home, usually, so. Spoiler alert, I procrastinate. Uh, I'm sure none of you have ever done that, but I procrastinate in a weird way. So if I have like, let's say, totally, totally a hypothetical a college essay to write. <laughs> mm. To apply Certainly to not college applications week this week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be but, funny. But if I also have like a book and seminar to read, you know, arguably less important, I'll just read the book. <laughs> so I, I find I find myself procrastinating just doing the less important thing, but I tend to get most stuff done, which which is good. So I just finished the test. Wait, don't show your results. We have to wait for Michael. Well, I mm. it, it won't let me see that. That might take a while. <laughs> it won't let me see that. We, I, I have a Mary. similar problem where I, I'll, I'll do the work oftentimes, but I'll forget to turn it in. 
Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. I did that with like one of the first assignments this year, and it's actually pulling my grade down in one of my classes. And it's kind of a problem. No. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. It is. It's fine. I'll I'll, I'll work it back up, but it's unfortunate. Because I like wrote it and everything. And oh my gosh, so here's the thing. Here's here's the the, the worst part, all right? So I was I was talking to my mentor and they were like, so here's the thing. If you have a Google Doc and it has like Google Docs records when edits are made, right? It's like, so if you can show me that the edits, um, that like you finished it at the certain date, I'll still allow the grade to happen. And I was like frantically searching for it. And then I realized I actually wrote it in my commonplace book. So I wrote it by hand. Oh no. And I was so bummed out. That's so sad. Yeah. Paradigm mentors are unforgiving, merciless, and cruel. Hot takes from Michael. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I think it's a fair policy. I, I think it's good. There are very specific instances where late work should be allowed, but I think for the vast majority of the time, a lot of doing homework is actually just learning to keep to that deadline and, and get the work done, even when you may not want to. I think that's a really important skill. Yeah, and I think it's really hard to learn something like that too because, for instance, over the summer while everybody else was doing cool things, I was studying to retake the ACT because I didn't get the score that I wanted. And I I knew how important it was because it affects what college I can get into. And I know, like, I know that I can do it and I know that I can get a higher score. But it was still so hard to get myself to study. And fun fact, I actually studied seven hours a day for five weeks, which sucked so bad. But That's impressive. It, um, mm-hmm. like... I know that the hard work will pay off, right? And I actually did end up getting five points higher than I had originally got. So it was worth it for sure, but I had so much trouble like getting myself to do the stuff I need to do. And I think it applies to literally almost anything in life. Like I struggle to get myself to do homework or basically do anything that I do, even though I know I enjoy it. Like when I'm actually doing it, I enjoy it, which is very strange. And that's one reason why this test is kind of cool, because it's supposed to tell us about our motivations and what motivates us to get things done, for instance. You know, if you guys want to carry a conversation while I speed through the four pages yes, that I have actually, left of this. that's a great idea. Luke, I have a question for you. And I have an answer. So you might have heard that people who wake up earlier and go to bed earlier do better in, like, school and work. So I'm curious, when, when do you wake up and when do you go to sleep? Ooh, that's a great question. So uh, I have an early morning class, early morning seminary. So on A days, go to bed probably midnight. And then on B days, I go to bed at probably 11. So I get around seven, seven hours. That's so late. Wait, when do you wake up? Um, at either six or seven. Wow, that's really late. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> I wake up at five every day because Jeez. my parents have told me that. Well, I I've always been like an early bird. Like I just wake I, up early I'm naturally. Not a morning person. <laughs> I I have been waking up earlier lately, which I'm very proud of. But I'm I'm not naturally a morning person. Yeah, I I don't know why, but I I just always have been, and I always like I enjoy waking up early. That's actually when I do my best work. Like for some reason, straight when I wake up is like when I can do the most, the fastest, the best you know um but my parents have told me that like if you wake up at the same time every single day it's better for your body and it makes your sleep actually better 
So I just, even if it's like the weekends, I'll still get up really early to keep that kind of rhythm, you know? And I go to bed, I try to go to bed around nine o'clock, which is still like, I feel like I still don't get enough sleep, but sometimes I will stay up later, like 11. 11 is probably the latest I can stay up. But a lot of the time, for some reason, people call me at midnight for, I don't even know why, but a lot of times people do that. So I'll wake up. And it's weird because I actually don't sleep that well through the night, but I sleep a lot. Nice. Anyways, that's really random and not important at all. So basically, the whole point is, on a on a scale of 1 to 10, how well do you do in school? And oh. do you think that your sleep affects, like, like, the time you wake up? Do you think that's important to it? Can you call this out publicly? Oh, how well do you do in school? Unless you don't want to answer, that's fine, um, too. Do you okay. find school, like, easy? I find school, like, time-consuming a lot. <laughs> very, yeah. very time-consuming. Um, but as far as actual, like, workload, if I just had the workload to do at home, I, I find it pretty simple and pretty easy. Fun fact, I actually do my best work uh, as far as writing and other stuff like that in the evenings. That's when my brain is, like, most active and most ready to go. I feel like for me, I probably do the best work in the morning because I haven't exhausted all my brain power. Because promise, there's not much up there to spend, you know? <laughs> Lies slander. So, it is not true, I guarantee So, um, I have to spend it all in the morning when I can actually get stuff done. And then, yeah. Then I also feel more productive, so I do better throughout the day, which is very interesting. Yeah, we were talking about motivations just a little while ago, and um, we were talking about, you know, motiva- motivated to start something, but uh, at least I think that's what we were talking about. But um, I, I'm actually motivated when I finish it. Like, if I can get just one thing done, I'm, like, hyper-motivated to get on a roll and yeah. get more things done. It's a real thing. You get, in on, you get on a streak, and it's a lot easier to do more things. Mm-hmm. Like naturally, there is a point of exhaustion, but it's like if you if you do one thing, then all of a sudden the next thing becomes a little more realistic to do, at least to like our perception. So, Michael, how far how far did you get? Not far. All right. So, Luke, <laughs> okay. I have another question. Um, what is one thing people are generally surprised to find out about you? Oh, I have very large hands. That's that's a really random. Yeah, well, but they don't really notice until until I actually actually show them. So I can span from my pinky to my thumb eleven keys on the piano. That's my, wow. my max. Um, I haven't checked in a for while. For context, like for a lot of people, it's usually only like eight or nine keys. I am I am like a nine key max. Michael has very small hands, actually. So I I have I have average hands. Okay? My hands are bigger than his. What? Whoa, we got to figure out right now. Comment below whose hands are bigger. Pretty evenly matched. All right, it's basically the same, but except for my ring finger is just like a centimeter longer than his, so huh. but, I win. But, yeah. but who's counting? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll find a lady that will uh, appreciate that, Michael. He already has. Bum, bum, bum. Surprise, Michael has a girlfriend. That's Spoiler. what people are surprised Surprise. to find out Mary about him. Surprise, has a boyfriend. Surprise, Who I don't. Who said that? I Who don't. Oh. Actually. Poor Luke. For that, I'm available. But anybody uh, <laughs> listening, out... <laughs> no, 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 no. Luke, Luke is very eligible. Eligible. Oh, thank you. Ineligible. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no dating until high school's over. Is that a rule you made for yourself? Yeah. I made I that rule that. for myself too. <laughs> <laughs> is it? 
it didn't go as planned. <laughs> Hot take from Miri. Yeah, I actually, I had this, I have this high school bucket list. Love finds a way. Um, it's basically, you know, a bucket list is basically like things to do before you die. So mine's a list of things that I wanted to do before I graduate high school. And so far, I haven't actually done a lot of it. Fun fact, one of them is actually to donate blood. And I can't donate blood because I have low iron. And so I'm not able to do that one. But it's still on my list just in case, randomly, my iron's fine, you know? Just, like, eat a paperclip or something. I, <laughs> I actually take <laughs> iron supplements, so... Have you never eaten a paperclip? No. Neither have I. Ha! I think it's a very nutritious breakfast. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But one of those things was to get through high school without having a boyfriend, which did not happen. Boo, you ruined my bucket list. No, I'm just kidding. Her, her boyfriend is pretty cool. Yeah, he's a pretty cool Shout out to... Maybe a little too cool. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, anyways. Luke, do you have any questions for me? Let's see. Um, Miri Pelka. That's her last name, by the way. Thanks do you <laughs> consider... Okay. Do you consider yourself ambitious? Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, yes, I actually do. So I feel super embarrassed to say this out loud because a lot of people make fun of me for it. But my top school is actually MIT, which, yes, I know I'm not ever going to get into. But I'm still applying because what if, you know? Um, I want to be a doctor. I want to make good money and help people and have a family. And I just, I feel like, I don't know if I'm actually ambitious for myself, which is kind of funny. I feel like I'm more ambitious because I want people to be proud of me, which is... (laughs) Anyways, basically, yes, I'm a, I feel like I'm ambitious, and I like trying hard to do my best. Nice. That uh, yeah. went on the Emmyogram, right? What? Uh, all that went on the Emmyogram? Yeah, it yeah, did. I think we did talk about that earlier, though. I don't know why I brought that up. I'm going to work on my little thing. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, let's see. Wait, no, I got to come up with another question. You, you asked me to, and I got I to gotta spit one back. Let's see. Would you do something like academic, even if you really don't need to and no one would know, but you enjoy it? Like learn something? Yeah, like yeah. learn something random, but no one will ever know you learned it. Yes, I do it all the time. Research stuff for myself. Like? Um, let's see. I don't know. <laughs> I listen to a lot of like, they're kind of like TED Talks, but they're interviews with people who have done cool things with their lives and one of them was about um they're like really long they're like an hour long episodes and stuff which can get a little boring sometimes if the people are boring but one of them was about uh, introverts and extroverts and kind of like how to find out what you are and what the difference is between them and it was really cool because there are more ways to tell than you might have thought so like one of the ways is to think about yourself. Imagine yourself going into a room full of people. Do you already have planned what you're going to say or do you just go for it, you know? So like for me, I usually have a couple things like in my back pocket just in case. And so I'm not completely an introvert though. There were a couple other things. I listened to it quite a while ago, but it was, I don't know. I just like learning about the way the world works. I think it's cool and the way humans work. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I personally, when you said that, I there was nothing on my mind. I kind of just dive into a group. Yeah. You know, which 
sometimes might not be the best, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, it works that way. Yeah, it's, to me, like, like for example, this, this podcast episode, I was talking to Michael, I was like, all right, what are we going to talk about? You know, because I, I had asked previously, and I totally forgot that um, I was supposed to come up with it, and I kind of, like, I already came up with it, yeah. and I forgot we already decided on it. She just forgot it. what she came up with. But I was, like, funny. getting really scared because I was, like, I don't know what to talk about. I have to do my research first. I have to know what I'm going to be saying, you know? So, um, plot twist, I did not plan anything I said, which is why a lot of it's getting cut out. <laughs> same, but uh, wait a minute. Anyway, same, but um, I... Guys, 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 guys. I'm done. Oh, he's done. All I right, finished perfect. the survey thing. Anyway, sorry, Luke. Oh, no, it's just like same kind of thing. I didn't prepare anything, but uh, didn't even cross my mind. Which And that's one of, in a way, this episode is kind of a, an experiment. Usually we do very scholarly, serious, um, researched episodes. This is a little more relaxed. I mean, we, we hijacked the podcast after all. We can do whatever we want. Exactly. We can even go like this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's getting cut out. Buh. 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 Comment below. All right. Anyways, <laughs> so now that we all have our um, results, I'm going to explain to you a little bit about how the test works. So there are three. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> There's basically a circle and there are nine categories and whichever one it like is cut into a pie shape and whichever pie shape is bigger is basically like your top one right so um you're supposed to take the top three answers and that is you basically um so i think it would also be kind of fun to see what our lowest one is so if you don't remember the predictions we'll say them we'll kind of talk about it as we go as whether bella's predictions matched so Wait, michael so do you want to see what you got i don't first? need to buy the full report no, right? no 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 okay, you just on. need to look at this that spooked me for a minute no. i was like what <laughs> there's there's an option to buy but you don't have to what if the uh little pie chart isn't labeled what it has numbers at the very top oh you have a cheat sheet okay yes okay i see so um michael would you like to tell us first what your top three are so it's funny, because I actually think this is very inaccurate. Maybe that's just a flawed self-perception, but I don't know. Um, so my highest one is one. Which is the perfectionist. I kind of get it, but I don't know, I'm confused, because it seems like it's more of an assertive thing that I'm used to. I'm definitely... That's that's one of the things that I find that I need, could work on, is that um, I can work on being more assertive when I need to be like, put my thoughts out there and things like that? Well, I don't think that being a perfectionist has to do with being, like, very assertive. It's more of, like, you want to be the best that you can, I think. Yeah, the drive, mm. the drive to complete stuff and, and, be, and kind of motivate yourself. Okay, makes more sense. I honestly was reading at the little preview they have about... So you have to you have to buy their like forgot full they have a preview. Um, and they have a little preview of like about your type, and that first bit mostly talks about that. So there probably is more, and I shouldn't judge it based off a of first glance, but I'm a little intrigued about where that comes from. Anyways, um, so I honestly can't tell. I think four is the next one. Can I see? 
I think it's four and then five or four and then three. Four and then five, I would say. Okay. What's four? Four is the individualist, which basically, here, I can read. She can read. Hot takes. (laughs) Okay, so it's basically like to be unique. You want to be unique, special, authentic, significant, and original. Okay. Has he achieved? I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna let it stew a little bit before spewing my hot takes. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna think about it. All right. What's and then number five, right? Yeah, that's the next one. To be competent, capable, knowledgeable, and insightful. Are you insightful? I think every person has insights. Nice answer. Hot yeah. take from Michael. <laughs> Anywho, um, so so that's me. Should we go through each of us and then we can talk about um. Oh, we should compare that to Bella's predictions. Bella Shelburne recommended this to us um, and first introduced us to it, and she also gave us her top three of the types as far as what she thinks we will be. So Bella said that Michael would be a nine, a four, and a five, which the nine is the peacemaker, which I actually thought fit Michael pretty well, so I'm surprised. Me too. It, it's it's not necessarily the smallest portion, but it is in the lower quadrant. But she did this. guess four and five. She did. So she's definitely quite on the mark with those. What is your lowest one, Michael? My lowest one is six. What's six? Six is the loyalist. Let's see. Oh, oh. Hear that? Michael's girlfriend? Not loyal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Girlfriend, he's very girlfriend? loyal. That's uh, what I'm me, saying. It's me, the lowest one. Let me explain. So the loyalists are um, motivated by security, guidance, and support. Interesting. Who wants to go next? Mary, you should go next. All right, I'll go next. I got my highest one is an eight, which is the challenger. So the challenger... She's definitely very challenging. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The challenger (laughs) is motivated by um, protecting themselves and those who are close to them. The next one I got was a three. Well, the one and the three are very close, but I think the three is my next one, which they're motivated by being successful, efficient, valuable, and admired. And the last one was a one, which is, oh, a three is the achiever, by the way. And the last one I got was one, which is the perfectionist, which we already explained what they're motivated by. That might be a somewhat common one among us. Um, Just so my little prediction. Bella Based got on... all of them right. She predicted that I would be an 8, 1, and a 3, which is accurate. Did she see your results last time you took it? I do not remember, potentially. But she also, last time we took it, oh yeah, she did. But last time she also predicted, and she still predicted the same ones. So Okay. And... Bella and Mary know each other pretty well, so you know it's a, it's a testament to their yes their strong friendship. Exactly. All right, Luke, what did you get? All right. Um. Funny enough, mine is almost identical to Mary's. <laughs> yang and Yang again. Uh, my predictions. My uh, top one was a three, and then which which one was that again? A three is the achiever. Achiever. Uh, my second is an eight, and uh, <laughs> I forgot what that one was as well. It is the challenger. Yep. And then uh, one. The last <laughs> that is one. hilarious. Yep. And that is the perfectionist. So we all got the perfectionist. That's very interesting. 
Mm-hmm. So are we all perfect? No. Or strive no. for perfection? <laughs> we strive for perfection. All right. I think that's one of the things about being a perfectionist in this context, at least what it seemed like from the per- questions they asked is it means that we're all very self-critical in certain senses. And so I think we're all pretty acutely aware that we are not perfect. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I sure. <laughs> um, I mean, yes. Yeah, so of course. let's go over our lowest ones, Luke. My lowest one is the nine, which is the peacemaker. Obviously, that makes sense with what my highest ones were. But Luke, what was mm. yours? Um, let's see. Yang and Yang holds true. My lowest one was six. Six, which, which is the loyalist. You and Michael have the same lowest number. That we are. Yeah. Not what were you loyal. saying about me being not I mean, loyal before? Huh, well, Luke? well. Um, Remember, Luke doesn't have a girlfriend, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, there we go. Doesn't doesn't even matter. Just Jeez, kidding. way to rub it in. Just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> it's okay to be the only person on presidency without a girlfriend. I Again, mean, it was available. one of your goals, like respect for holding to it, right? Because Luke is very eligible again. Maybe a little too eligible sometimes. I mean, yeah. a little too eligible. Luke is that Poles. even a thing? Hot take, all right, guys. Luke I, I, I what? <laughs> um. Anyways, let's go over the biggest weaknesses. <laughs> do we want to do weaknesses or fears? Um, let's start that? with weaknesses. All right. Yeah, I have. She it. has a little chart that yeah. tells us. Okay, so type one, which is what we all were, the weakness is resentment. So where is that resentment directed? Probably towards ourselves. That's what I would think as well. It's like, um, but who knows? I'd imagine a perfectionist strives for perfection out of their surroundings as well. So that could create resentment for there's their surrounding circumstances, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go to what was your second one, Michael? Four and five, right? Yeah. So type four, their weakness is envy. Oh. Because you want to be unique, probably. So it's like you're envious of the people who stand out more than you, potentially. Interesting. Envious of people who achieve. This is interesting to process because I f- I'm finding that my mind has its little, um, like, it, it almost recoils from some of these. Like, it's like, what? No. Um, I've never really thought about my personality in terms of motivations before necessarily. Like, naturally, I've thought about it a little bit. But hearing it listed out like this is very interesting. And I think it's a new way to think that my brain is reacting to in a very, like, kind of a stubborn way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to accept that you are these things? Right. It's like, I think it's also just the nature of, like, hearing it from something that isn't me. Right. It's like, I'm reluctant to accept it. But I also think that this probably offers a lot of insight, not to not to diss it or anything. I think it's very insightful. And it is just a test. So I feel like right. it's pretty accurate for myself. Well, I haven't looked at the weaknesses, but I definitely see that motivation in what I do. But it could potentially be off. All right. So let's do the weaknesses for type five is avarice, which I have no clue what that is. So we can look that up later. Hmm. I'll pull it up right now. All right. It's A-V-A-R-I-C-E. All righty. And while he's doing that, let's do eight, which Luke and I both were. Um, the weakness is lust. But I... Let's uh, clarify that one real quick. Because <laughs> um, lust is definitely always pitted towards people, right? Which, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think there could be another take on that? Well, considering that the um, title of this type is the challenger 
it makes sense that lust would be towards a position or the the power or um, mm-hmm. whatever you're challenging, right? Lust for that. Because I think you can definitely lust towards things that aren't people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very um, interesting term. And um, then, or even being do you guys want to hear about avarice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so avarice means immoderate desire for wealth. It says cupidity. I'm not totally sure what that means, but um, some other definitions. An inordinate desire of gaining and possessing wealth, covetousness, cupidity, greediness, or insatiable desire of gain. Interesting. It's interesting. Um, definitely. And then the last one, type three, their weakness is deceit. The which one? Type three. Which so I that's was, the um, achiever. Which I was first in. I, I think that's interesting because like you, like you were saying, it's, that initial reaction of oh you know that's not me right. you know, but mm-hmm. deceit deceit is an interesting one maybe like deceit of others or maybe just of yourself you know being the the let down or having people let you down that mm-hmm. that kind of mentality yeah I think that's one reason why my my brain is kind of like recoiling from some of these where it immediately goes to the most like negative connotation associated with each of the words. Mm-hmm. But definitely all of these weaknesses have their have more depth than just what might first come to mind. Yeah. Oh, this is really interesting. Yeah, and I think... So... Sorry, I, I think something... I thought something... Please, I'm raising my go hand. Go for it, go for okay. it. Okay. Um, I think along with that comment that um, we've all heard the term people change, right? But uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting to think that not just environments or situations will change with people, but their actual like motivations and... Their, their goals and their focuses will, will shift as you get older. So that whole, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, right? The, the motivations and everything that's really under the surface will also shift and change around as that person learns and, uh, and learns and grows. So guys, you should definitely all check out the Trudy Enneagram test. It's really cool. Um, and let us know if you agree with what our results were. One more thing before we go. Um, you kind of already, already did this, Mary. But um, usually at the end of each Paradigm Project episode, we have a little, and like, I mean, I know we hijack this, but tradition, you know, Um, we always have like a challenge and a takeaway. And so you guys, I mean, I've done this before. You guys are in a sense our our guests. Which of you want to do the challenge or the takeaway? I'm game for whatever. I'll do the challenge. My challenge to you guys is to find out what motivates you and implement it into your life to be able to be more productive because anyone can be more productive no matter how productive they are. There's always room for improvement and it's always good to understand yourself as much as possible. I like that. As far as a takeaway, uh, I think finding out what motivates you and what influences you mainly because a lot of these questions on the test were, uh, you know, how do other people make you feel or how do you feel around other people? You know, questions geared towards that. So just as a takeaway, Seeing what motivates you and who is the greatest impact in your life and how they've changed you. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this very special episode. This very... Michael! Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're in so much trouble. Just cut the episode.